We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Guidance is internal. Ignition sequence starts. Five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Permission to board, please. Permission to come aboard. Permission to board. Permission to board. Do I have some permission to board that sweet mothership? This is the Permission Granted Podcast. Here's DA. Welcome inside the Permission Granted Podcast, the show about the show, the show within the show, where we try to peel back the curtain on the DA show on CBS Sports Radio each and every week. As always, you can find this on its own iTunes or Apple Podcast or Stitcher or Spotify or Radio.com podcast feed or on the DA Show podcast feed, so find us there as well. And today was a rocky morning for you at the Homestead, Mraz. You had woken up your wife and Taylor early because of Canadian bacon. Your wife had also come down the stairs and said, you're on my last nerve. And I'm wondering how that ended up going now that the show is over. So I've only just briefly seen her for about two to three minutes. I was handed my daughter who wanted to give me a kiss. So I haven't gotten the talk yet, but I did get a text from Daniel's aunt saying, I don't think your wife is happy with you talking about her being angry on the radio. So I believe there was some kind of discussion within the internal Daniel family about what had gone on at the show. So I would say too early to report. I don't want to give any false reports. More to come later. We'll see if Adrian <laughs> Wojnarowski is all over it. I think you also made fun of your wife's hair in the morning. Well, I mean, is it making fun of her? Or is it just setting the scene here? I mean... When a good play-by-play guy, will get, you know, left to right, right on the radio. You know, Kevin Harlan's very good on Westwood One and telling you, you know, with the blue trim on the jerseys and everything. I'm just painting a picture of what happened. She rumbled on the stairs, hair all a frizzled mess, you know, all obviously fresh out of bed and not happy that she usually, I guess, sleeps through whatever's going on on the DA show for the first hour and a half of the show. And apparently I was, with movie phone voice, upsetting that apple cart this morning. Well, and then I have to take some responsibility as well because at 8.30, I ran a play knowing that it was going to sandbag you. I took clips yes, from last, last week's PGP. I had set them up with Pete, and I was going to run a play to sandbag you. And, and, of course, thinking that you were going to get a little defensive and yell, but I, I guess I didn't realize that uh, it was going to be a morning where Danielle was already on her last nerve, so I set you up for an explosion that happened on the wrong morning. Well, it, it, it definitely was. Well, let me just say this. Number one, I mean, 
the job is speaking and yelling on the radio. So she's got to get over that. This is nothing new here, by the way. It's September. It's been six months. Deal with it. Number two, it just so happened in the middle of the night, my dog got into something in the trash again. He apparently spent the night vomiting. She knew that I needed to sleep to wake up in the morning. I didn't even realize this was going on. That's oh, how deep wow. of sleep I was in. So she woke up and apparently dealt with this at 3 o'clock, 4 o'clock, because obviously I stayed up late watching Monday Night Football. And I guess she feels like she took some bullets from me cleaning up for the dog. And then she got no sleep. And then she's got me screaming and yelling at Canadian bacon. Then I'm screaming and yelling at you. Then she's got the baby waking her up, not giving her even that last 20 minutes of sleep. It was a rough morning for her. And it was definitely compounded by the fact that she had to hear me in, quote, movie phone voice down here. (laughs) So let's dive into the play that I ran to sandbag you. And that is from last week's BGP. You did do this new segment called swing and a miss or swing or a miss. And, you know, I, I by and large really liked it. I, I thought it was fun. Me and the bourbon bell. She's a religious listener to the PGP. So we were talking about it and it, it was just a fun segment. It's, it's cool to hear you guys kind of bag on me and I'm not there to, to defend myself. So it's, it's very funny. So I just had, I was like, you know what, but I, I need to fight back a little bit here because I did think you guys were being hypocritical that oh, one of the reasons you were ripping me was because I didn't suggest a better song than Crazy Train, and yet here you are ripping me for a headline and not suggesting a better <laughs> headline. So I'm like, come on. That's kind of the pot calling the kettle back, black. But, you know, it was funny how it <laughs> dove so quickly into yelling and screaming and everybody, you know, yelling and screaming about the job that they do. And it, it was unbeknownst to me that I had Pete edit this audio for me behind the scenes last night and yesterday morning to set it up, and that part of this was something Pete had already edited for you. He had edited the original drop, Swing and a Miss, that didn't have Swing and a Miss in it, and I had said, no, we need a clip that says Swing and a Miss. So do you think Pete was playing like a a double secret agent here? Well, see, this this was really a you really put me in a sticky situation here because <laughs> so for those listening behind the scenes, obviously with all of us remotely working, there are some things that I can do, some things I can't do. Same thing with you. And Pete has been the glue guy back in the studio during this whole time, where whatever little thing we can't do is that. So I can edit sound and do all of that, but I can't physically put sound into a system for us to roll on. So when you sent me that, the only person I could rely on was Pete. And Pete kind of did like a quick skip ahead through the whole thing. I guess missed the timestampers. I heard that. Now, mind you, Pete is very much responsible for everything that goes into the DA show. But the PGP is a little bit of extra work that's more of our bread and butter. So I felt very bad when I, when I heard last week that it wasn't the right thing. And I said, I'm not going to butcher Pete over this. He just got in the car. He's leaving. I'm not going to make him turn back in. I'm going to deal with this now, and we'll revisit this next week. I had it all planned out, not knowing you were going to sandbag me. So Pete, <laughs> my guess is Pete either was playing double agent, was ready to throw me under the bus, or he just didn't realize, which is totally fine. He didn't realize. But then it put me in such an awkward position because i didn't want to bash the guy because he was already going out of his way to do extra work that he shouldn't have had to do because it was my idea for a segment on a part of something that we do that usually doesn't have segments which is the pgp so my elongated plan screwed pete and then i got caught between a rock and a hard place throwing the guy under the bus so really i didn't like having to be in that spot because technically you can edit audio but you can't pull it off of youtube and what we were using was a clip that Pete originally had to pull off of YouTube and then send to you. Yes, and you know what? Now that you said that, I'm thinking out loud, I could have done it and I didn't realize. How so? I could have done it because 
I don't know if this is even legal, but this YouTube to MP3 converter that our own Joe D'Aloisio showed yeah. me a while ago uh, is how I was pulling drops for the PGP. And recently, I would say within the last month and a half, I got access to all of our files again and all of our drops that I could re-download and stuff. I went away from doing that, and it isn't until this very moment that I realized I had Pete Roll on it, and I could have downloaded it the same way I was downloading earlier in the pandemic. So now I'm walking through it, and I am sorry, Pete, because I could have done it on my own, and now I'm a fool. So so swing and a miss, if this is what it's going to be called, needs to have something that says swing and a miss in it. So I I sent you the timestamp on a a baseball play-by-play call that said swing and a miss, but... You had then used a play-by-play call in between it last week that didn't say swing and a miss. So I'm like, I think you used the wrong one here. But what you said was that Pete sent you the wrong clip. Yes. So when you are putting in the wrong clip, are you like, oh, man, this sounds stupid? Are you hoping nobody hears it? Or you're like, oh, you know what? This is not, there's not so bad. I think my thought was this can work. This will work, A, because it's not like anybody knew. It was the first day of the segment, so it's not like anybody's going to listen and go, this is wrong. Right. So I tried to find two spots where I'm like, okay, we can make this work for this week. So I didn't <laughs> I didn't think it would necessarily sound stupid. I, I think it just – I tried to make what it was work. That's all. I, I didn't think it was terrible, but I, I didn't think you were going to bring it up. That's for sure, and I had it on the note of things to be fixed today. And when you brought it up, my face turned white. I said, this freaking guy with his attention to detail, are you kidding me? I'm mere two hours away from having this problem fixed, and he waits a whole week to sandbag me with two hours left to cause this controversy? Of course. I thought I was home free. Unbelievable. <laughs> and you know what? That's on Pete. Pete should have let me know that it was coming, too, if he had all this plan about what was going on with you. Because I didn't well, know it, what was happening. It is interesting because I sent him the, the shot sheet of what I wanted edited last night, and I told him how we're going to use it. And he didn't tell me that he had pulled that audio for you last week. He didn't tell me he had any role in it, so I had no idea. Yeah, I mean, is that Pete's job to tell you he has a role in it? I think Pete is just more go with the flow and see how the show develops, and he doesn't care if he gets thrown under the bus by me because ultimately <laughs> I have no ground to stand on anyway, so he could probably talk his way out of anything. And look, as it turns out, here we are. It didn't happen on the show, but on this PGP, I'm telling you, in the end, I probably could have done it. So Pete again wins. So Pete, I think, is just one of those people. He just follows the orders and sees the chips where they fall, and if anything fires back on him, he's there to say, well, nobody has any accountability anyway so why is he getting blamed so you harumphed when i suggested that you should is that a word (laughs) yeah like like being stubborn and saying i'm not going to do that like or or you're it's kind of like what pete does a lot when we ask him to do work you're like harumph like i don't want to do that you kind of grumble about it okay so you harumphed when I suggested, okay, well, I just think an, a better addition to Swing and a Miss is if you provide your own better headline. And you're like, oh, now I, I come up with a segment. And now I've got to do more work as well. But I do think because you actually are clever with some of these headlines that it would be funny to see if you would have come up with a better one than I did. I think that's totally fair. I will say I'm a little nervous for today's PGP that people will be listening to in just a couple minutes from this side A to side B because 
I had already picked out the five headlines I was going to be using before that segment. And okay. because I'm so involved with the show, it's not like I've had time to go make my own. So I, this is going to be very on the fly today. And because of me defending myself so passionately <laughs> the way I did about how good I was, I feel like I am setting myself up in a long line of failures for another failure here today. Are you using headlines from just Mondays and Tuesdays? No, 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 no. I I try to use all week. Not, okay. not necessarily one a week, but there's definitely one or two from either Thursday or Friday on this one. Okay. Definitely. I don't mind if you use five bad ones. I don't mind if you scorch earth on me. I, it's it's all good. Well. But I want to tell you the one that I think I'm most proud of, and I did it thinking of you guys grading it on on this. On swinging the best, okay? All right, well, just give me one sec to pull up the five I'm going to use because I don't want to spoil it, but I, there were actually two on your hits today that I, I'm going to mention in side B that I think are your best in a long time. So I wonder if we're in, in shape here Okay. On the same thing. All right. So you tell me what you're working with. I don't yes. want to spoil the My, whole segment, but hey. One of the ones that I was most proud of that I, I thought, because now I'm writing them almost to make you guys laugh. Now I okay. want them to, to get a giggle. For Ravens Chiefs today, will Jackson ever be as good as Mahomes? Lamar, we there yet? <laughs> Do you want me to answer whether that's included or not? I'm cracking myself up again. Lamar, we there yet? That's good. I like it. That's really good. You don't have to tell me, but I'm just okay. going to tell you going into swing and a miss, that was the one that I thought I was cracking myself up, but that would make you guys giggle. All right, so Bogus isn't here to respond. That is the number one thing listed on my list with four stars. Nice, yes, yes. So I saw that, and it, honestly, you're very fortunate, too, because I had four going into the day, <laughs> and you got that one on. That is the best one I've seen in a long time. Yes, I'm going to defend it a little more passionately on side B, but okay. I can't. Okay, so that was a, a nod and a wink. Lamar, okay. you, you know what you're doing? You're doing that thing where um, – like see, people like playing that, like what's your meme game or Cards Against Humanity. I don't know if you've seen any of these board games, but I've played Cards Against Humanity. Yeah. Okay, so Cards Against Humanity. For those who don't know, it's like a bunch of like phrases. You know, you fill in the blank, and a lot of them are funny or whatever. And then you kind of like there's one person that goes, and you have to hand them all your cards, and he picks whatever one's the funniest or he likes the best out of like the seven. And what you do there is you play to the strength. You end up realizing I might have a better card that fits this saying, but I know this right. person's gonna laugh at this harder. So it's almost like you're playing cards against humanity now <laughs> Lamar are we there yet other people might roll their eyes out but you know that's going to get me you know it's going to get me so now you're looking to get rewarded I also am very proud that last week you did want to grade dirty turds because as a Falcons pun I was really I like that one a lot too we rarely get kind of crude on the on the <laughs> right the graphics you know because those are those are posted on YouTube those go on radio.com those could be you know, pushed across all of our corporate social media. It's not just like an internal joke that we can just laugh about on the show and, and move on to something else. So sometimes I stray away from being crude on them, but I thought Dirty Turds was funny, and I like the fact that you guys liked it. And I also think that because Dan Quinn and the Falcons stink so badly, we should just start calling the Falcons the Dirty the Turds. Dirty Turds, we can really highlight that <laughs> and make it our own, the Dirty Turds. As I said again, bathroom humor is always going to get me, and if I see a good turd pun, I'm in. I'm suckered in. It's very rare you're going to find me vote one of those down. 
Now, um, switching quickly, I wanted to just ask you, this upcoming weekend, it looks like we might get a little rendezvous together. It looks like you're going to be coming up to my neck of the woods for a little apple picking where I live is in the Hudson Valley north of New York City. So there's a lot of apple orchards and pumpkin patches. So everybody usually comes up around this area in harvest time, fall time to do some apple picking. It's great for kids, and you're going to bring Taylor up to do a little apple picking. Now, it sounds like uh, we should be able to get you guys over to the Amendolara Homestead for a few hours after apple picking. What do I need to know about hosting Danielle and Taylor? I know you. I know what, you know the beers that I need or the food that I need or the TV and the football, but I don't necessarily know what's smart to have on hand for Taylor and Danielle. So how can I, how can I assist there? Well, honestly, you're going to be in good shape. Taylor's nine months old. She doesn't know what she likes and she doesn't like. Okay. And frankly, my assumption is we're going to end up picking a couple apples and she's going to be, end up eating chopped up apples for the whole day. <laughs> as far as Danielle goes, look, I mean, she's the ultimate wild card. She's kind of like, I would say, the San Diego Padres coming into the playoffs. It okay. could be a lot of fun. It could be a quick flame out. I don't know what to expect. <laughs> no, but she's, you know, she'll be easy going. She'll be fun. She's very much into, uh, as you can tell with going to Hershey a couple weeks ago, you know, doing stuff here in the fall as Taylor is kind of aware of her surroundings. So I think she's very much looking forward to a ride upstate for us. It's upstate. Go see some apple orchards and all of that. Now, but as always, because I, you know, I text you this too with the, uh, you know, we're trying to map out October here. It's like, you know, almost every weekend starts show. We got to do this. You got a calendar yeah. up. And then now it's the timing thing. Okay, can you call the orchard, see what time they usually fill up so we can figure out and try to time out her nap schedule with the car ride up? Do you, having a kid is, is the best, but it's also like everything is so, so, you know, timed out to, to a T. I'm even telling you, all right, you know, here's what I'm doing. We're going to watch this game. And then this way, she usually goes to bed at this time. We can get her in the car and that'll make her fall asleep. It is an insane amount of stress to a little level. So as long as we have a couple beers, some food, we'll kick back. Hopefully it's a nice day and uh, it should be good catching up. Yeah, it's uh, it's beautiful up here now. The leaves are turning and the leaves are falling, and it's just gorgeous. So you guys picked the perfect Saturday to come up. Um, is Danielle a big fall person? Like, will she like favorite season? Okay, so she's into the whole thing. She's into the the sweaters and the hoodies and the hot apple cider and all that type of thing. You name it. She she loves her pumpkin latte. She loves the changing of the clothes. She loves a little jeans and a hoodie. She loves a good fire. She loves all of it. Like anything fall related. You know, she sees some corn stalks, some apple stalks, (laughs) pumpkin stalks, anything with a stalk. She loves picking a good gourd. Anything fall related, the moment it tur- that those three months or so fall is that's the happiest you will see Daniel. So usually that's a good roll of the dice. Okay. Usually you get a good on a good fall day. That is as good as it gets for her. It's like Jordan in the playoffs. <laughs> Who's driving? Uh, good question. My guess is I will probably drive up and she will probably drive home. We'll probably okay. switch it. She tends to, ironically, in this car trip, sometimes get a little car sick. So she likes having the control of driving now. I mean, anything could change on any day, but my guess is she'll probably want to drive home and I will probably uh, be drooling on my cheek watching college football. My phone on the ride home is probably the plan. I don't want to annoy her, though. Is it okay if we have like the outdoor TV going and having some college football on or I already told her that. Oh, I already told her that. I said we're gonna we're gonna watch the Bama game. We're gonna hang outside. I said I might bet a couple horses on the Preakness because the Preakness is also Saturday. I said we're gonna. She's all into it. She wants to see the backyard. She's seen the pictures. It's okay. a million acres. I think she thinks you have a fishing lake on your property. I had to explain. No, 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 no. <laughs> no that's not what's going no. on. No but I think she's. I think she's excited also just to get away from like the Long Island thing. There's plenty of good farms on Long Island, but the idea it's just. 
in the midst of this pandemic too, where you just seeing the same thing after the same thing to her, it's like a new adventure. So I think okay. it's, it's very much looking forward. To All it. right. So we're going to trick out this, uh, this weekend with a little fall action to make sure that Danielle and Taylor have some good photo ops. Oh, no question. No question. And you watch. I'm going to have the whole playpen on the lawn, the whole thing. She's going to be rolling around in the toys. I got a whole operation coming up there to Warwick. <laughs> All right. Will we, well, hold on. More importantly, yeah. forget this. Are we seeing a Papa Amendo at any point this weekend? Um, That's a good question. I don't know. I, I haven't requested his presence, but if you want him over on uh, on Saturday, we can certainly get him over here. I mean, I would love. I mean, geez, even if the guy's got a half an hour, I know he's a busy man. I would like. I haven't seen him in forever. Oh. No, no, he's not busy at all. He's retired. He's not okay. busy at uh, at all. So, Look, I don't yeah, I mean, tell, he, I don't he, want to tell you who to have at your house. But all no, I'm he saying could run is, the Papa Mendo shuttle over here real quick. Uh, no problem. If if he's in the area, please, I'd love to see him. Okay, all right, all right. So this should be very good. We'll report back on it either on Monday's show or or the PGP, I suppose, and we'll grade out how it went down. And um, I'm a little worried about giving you too much pumpkin beer because that could be like ten percent. And then if you're really lit on the way home and it's a two and a half hour drive. Uh, Daniel might be really annoyed at you. <laughs> well, look, look, we'll just see how the day goes. That's all. I, I'm not going to make any promises. <laughs> all right, cool. Well, swing and a miss. Uh, second episode <laughs> is coming up straight ahead. Side B of the PGP. This is Mraz, your host of Side B, joined by the ever-loving Andrew the Bogeyman. Bogish, Bogish. Hello, how are you? Uh, I'm good, although a little nervous, Sean. We were put on notice by the big boss for this podcast this week, and I, I don't know if he's angry at us. I don't know how good we have to be in these next 15 minutes, but... Um, I, I, I've never been apprehensive before saying hello to you, but I am right now. We're definitely being judged. So I will say this, that we just got done taping side A, and I believe that DA is happy with the way that the PGP went last week. I do believe that. It looks it looks totally uh, like he's thrilled with the way Swing or Miss went, but he does feel like he needs to step in and defend himself. And this was a worry of yours when doing the segment was, are we going to annoy him because we were on thin ice at times during the summer? And it feels like we've annoyed <laughs> him enough that he's not fully mad, but will we keep annoying him is a big question. So let me just start before we get to Swing or Miss. Your initial reaction to DA calling us out is, again, I'm at the front lines taking all the punches while you sit back were you more like oh i knew this was going to happen or did you side with him on the belief that we should be coming up with headlines well in my defense i was trying to get in and defend you and and i guess respond to da but you were in the middle of a pretty significant diatribe i mean there was your muppet voice was in there i think the movie phone voice was in there your weird chris mad dog russo i think accidental impersonation where your hands start going and your voice goes up a little bit and you have a weird accent like that kicked in there as well so i tried to get in but you kind of wouldn't let me but yeah i i knew this was coming i just thought we might get a couple more weeks in before he started throwing punches back at us but it took one week so here we are here we are. It's one It's one weekend. Now, your thoughts on the arguments about production. Did you find me to be put in a weird spot there where I'm trying not to throw Pete under the bus? It wasn't really Pete's fault. He's being asked to do extra work. And once again, here I am, basically at the firing line, being told I screwed something up when I didn't screw anything up. Yeah, I mean, I... It never crossed my mind to have production in our podcast. I mean, production up the wazoo for the show, of course, but on the podcast, it's... You know, it's simple. It's laid back. It's, it's to me, 
I just it never crossed my mind that we should have anything. So the whole thing kind of caught me off guard. But yeah, I mean, listen, I, this is unfortunately for you, and we could probably all do better of of jumping into your defense when it's warranted. Yes, but it would you know, be nice. this is just where you've kind of put yourself. Where no matter what, DA's coming for you first, second, third, and probably fourth, and then maybe there's a bullet left over from me or Pete. No, there's never, there's never. And let me just say again before we get the swinger a miss. When he called out and said, I can't write headlines, the idea and the goal of this guy, well, what does he think happened while well, he was off on Thursdays and Fridays? You think we just stopped the stream or do you think we pressed on and I sent headlines? <laughs> and were they bad headlines? I don't think they were bad headlines. I'm not telling you I'm sitting there writing for the New York Times, but I, I think I did a witty enough job for the Twitch channel. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, this now, we know how you feel about the F word. You can't be called the F word. Um, and for those who are unfamiliar, it's that that f word you can't call Sean, you can't use that word around Sean anyway. This might be the second most offensive thing for you. You were really, really, really insulted by DA suggesting that you hadn't written headlines and that if you had to, you couldn't. But you've done it and you've done them well. Thank you. That's all I was looking for. Maybe next time, chime in on the show. Now I'll try next I, time. I'll I can't I'll, believe this. See, PG. he puts my mic on. This BGP is being engulfed by headlines, so of course we have to finish with the whole thing we've built up to, the five headlines I've picked for swing or a miss. Bogus, without further ado, here we go. From left to right on your radio dial, where do you want to go here first? You want to go what? I have two swings, I got two misses, and I got yeah. one incomplete I want to get your thoughts on that I can, eh, I don't feel great about, but I can understand why we would like it. Let's Let's do that middle ground one, the one that we're kind of confused on, because... I guess I'm giving DA a pass here. The title was Superhero based on Tyler Hero and the Heat's roster and the run to the NBA Finals. And I said this on the show last week after Hero's huge, was that game five, game four, whatever it was, that there's we've already exhausted all of the Hero puns, that there are none left. So I don't know that anyone could be successful in making a Hero-related title, catchphrase, slogan, anything at this point because they're they're all obvious they've all been used so to me like that segment should just have been called tyler hero is good or just something like because nothing out any play on the word hero is gonna fail because i don't know that there's a creative one left out there for somebody to come up with unfortunately da is a victim here of hero is too easy to avoid but then it makes you roll your eyes and go of course superhero that's why i put in the middle ground because i don't i don't hate it and i feel like if i was in that situation i might go off that but if i had to think deeper about it everybody's zigging with the hero maybe you zag with a tyler how about a tie high instead of sky high okay all right. Now I did just think of, and I don't. This might predate you. Plus, it wasn't, um, it wasn't a cartoon, so I'm not sure that you actually saw this movie. Um, it's called My Father the Hero. It's with Gerard Depardieu and uh, the woman who you. ended up being on on um, Grey's Anatomy, the blonde doctor on Grey's Anatomy. That was the uh, the original cast, and Never it's a Grey's. weird. I'm sorry. Never saw Grey's Anatomy. I can't help you. Never really. I figured you did. No, Catherine I Heigl. Hot. That's her name. Okay. Oh, I love Catherine Heigl. You know, I avoid hospital shows. I don't like blood, but yes. Okay, fair enough. So maybe you could go with like my Tyler the hero, mm. and and that's a that's at least a, a kind of a real reach for a reference, and maybe one or two people 
give you a little snicker like, oh, yeah. all right, Gerard Depardieu, I get it. But, so but I want, even that I don't think works. I want to stress we're not calling this a swing or a miss. It's just more debatable that you can't blame D.A. in that spot. The pitch. Swing and a miss, and he went down to his knees swinging at that pitch. But that's the way we go. Now, let's go Let's go one miss, then one swing. We'll, go, we'll, do, we'll, let, we'll flip it back and forth here. How about that, all right? All right. Uh, first, we'll give him credit for a swing. I liked Apple turnovers after on Monday after the Jets and Giants both fell to 0 and 3. They were pathetic. They were awful. And you could have gone with a you know some kind of loser thing, a New York thing. Playing off the big apple with an apple turnover in the midst of fall with pies and everything else out in style. I like an apple turnover. He played at my heartstrings with the food there, Bogus did DA. I think he was playing to his audience, playing to his crowd, but ultimately, that is the perfect, fun little catchy headline. Yeah, I was off Monday. I saw this. I believe this is underneath you losing your mind again about the Giants. Now, I didn't actually hit play on the video because I don't, I don't want to, I didn't want to hear you upset again. It hurts my heart too much. But I did see the headline, the graphic, and I was like, oh, Apple turnovers. That's a good one. So absolutely a swing on that one for me too. A swing, DA connects. The pitch, swing and a miss, and he went down to his knees swinging at that pitch. All right, on the first miss, I'm going to go with baby geniuses. Quote, are the Rays the smartest team in sports? Now, D.A. actually had this in a in a show the day before. It might have been Friday to Monday, Monday to Tuesday. I have lost track. But bottom line is this. He's wanted to talk about the Rays basically being the one seed in the American League. And he came up with baby yeah, geniuses. Yeah, it, it was last week. It was Thursday and Friday of last week. Because I remember it coming up the second day. Like, did we not do this yesterday? So right. that, and So it couldn't have been Monday. So it was, it was the end of last week. And I forget what the first one was. It was a little better. But Baby geniuses. Is he insinuating that the Rays are all young? I mean, they do have some veterans on the team. I know that they are babies in terms of salary cap. This was a major miss for me. There's no playoff of, of a Ray. There's no playoff of Tampa. Uh, you know, you could even do like a Snelly Eggs for Blake Snell, something like that. <laughs> I would even really go give a little hat tip to the show and go Tampa expectations. With all of that, are the Rays the smartest team sports? Baby geniuses. I mean, I get the smart and the genius part of it. He's tugging at another. Shows you how few movies he watches. He's going back to a random '90s movie. I hated this one, Bogus. I think it sucks. Well, I mean, you're right. It has. There's nothing baby about them. They're not that young. It's not a new franchise. They're not. They're not baby geniuses. They're just. I don't think it applies. And I'm with you a hundred percent on. This was sitting there now. I'd have to go back and think of the whole timeline, but I also thought, like you just mentioned, how do you not go back to Tampa expectations, something that's show-related, but anything would have at least, most things would have made more sense than baby geniuses. There's no baby connection to this team. He got lazy there, and that's fine, and that's that's a miss. The pitch, swing and a miss, and he went down to his knees swinging at that pitch. Now, our final swing before we get to our final miss DA actually mentioned this up, mentioned this, and called the shot. And I have the timestamp on an email I sent you, Bogus, of 6:22 a.m. Lamar, we there yet? Will Jackson ever get to Mahomes' level? I found this one to be tremendous. Are we there yet? Again, another movie shows where DA's comedy is a constant <laughs> saying. Will he ever get there? The, the whole meaning behind Lamar, we get there. Will are Lamar, we there yet? And can Jackson get to a certain level? This is unbelievably witty. We can't do I'm sorry, Miss Jackson anymore. I mean, how many times are you going to do that? How many times are you going to do a flock you with the Ravens? Uh, I love a Lamar. Are we there yet, Bogus? Where do you stand? 
This one is near perfect. I mean, it's just everything about it is right. It's a good reference. Everyone knows the reference. It's funny. It's topical. I think this one, this one's a home run to continue the pun of swing uh, or a miss. This, this one again is some of his best work. This might be a Mount Rushmore title right now because there's nothing to pick against it. Yeah, and now that we we give Da all the glossing because he deserves it, it's a good one. We have to end with the negative here. But wait, before we before we leave that, because yeah. are we there yet? Is the reference and is that that's Ice Cube right now? Is Ice Cube the guy that you farted in front of in the ele- yes. in the elevator in our building? Okay. Yeah, I melted him. Absolutely, cropped okay. him. You get it? Melted. See Ice Cube. See, I can play this. I game got you. Too. The pitch, swing and a miss, and he went down to his knees swinging at that pitch. I got. All right, yeah. now our 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 miss to end this. I don't even know what this means. I think I know where he's going with it. The question was, what has happened to the Eagles on Monday morning? The headline was, Pennsylvania yuck. Now, he has a hyphen between Pennsylvania and yuck. I get he's going for Pennsylvania. Oh, did this one This one is so cringeworthy, bad, bogus, that I feel bad for anybody who watched on Twitch. Now, Yes, the Eagles play in Pennsylvania, <laughs> but we associate them with Philadelphia, the city in Pennsylvania. Nobody refers to the state the Eagles ever play in. I personally, off the top of my head, you want me to tell you what I would have went with? How about Rocky Steps? The Rocky Steps exist in Philly. They are taking Rocky Steps right now early in this season at at 0-2-1. Pennsylvania, yuck, actually gives me a little bit of that panic. Somebody sitting on my chest. I can't believe how uncomfortably bad this one is. See, I didn't, I didn't think it was that bad, but it's definitely a miss because it's just when you look at it, it's just hard to really go real slow and like Pennsylvania, Pennsylvania yuck, yeah, and then like, oh, okay, oh. now I get it. Like, it just there's too much work involved to process it. Um, to me, an alternative, um, if you want to go on like bad and geography, I would maybe Philadelphia. Oh, like it's a dump. That's an Pennsylvania. Oh. Yeah, Pennsylvania yuck is just uh, too much oh, of a reach. Man, you just gave DA a layup for another Eagle story. Philadelphia. I love it, Bogues. I love well, it. If they it lose this weekend, he can use it. Rocky Steps and Philadelphia. Both would have been better options than Pennsylvania yuck. The pitch. Swing and a miss, and he went down to his knees swinging at that pitch. Well, I hope you guys agree with our grading. And by the way, just a reminder, if you have an up-the-gut food food of the week you want me to try out maybe get a feature in the column tweet at me at Merez CBS I still want to take your recommendations still waiting to see what happened on Instagram I haven't seen the uh, sausage and pepper empanadas made this weekend but I digress uh, at Bogus you can follow you on Twitter at Andrew Bogus and you could follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Merez CBS have a great week We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only twenty-five dollars a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile, get four iPhone 15s on us, and four lines for twenty-five bucks per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for twenty-five dollars per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. Five dollars more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee twenty-four monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. Thirty-five dollars per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.